0: I made the commitment back at the—I guess it was the end of 2022—that I was going to read at least one book every week, and then not really do a report on it. But in essence, that's really what it is. It's become sort of a book report on air for our listeners, and give you an idea of what are the things that I'm reading, what are the things that I want to learn about, where are we going, what are we, uh, what are we filling our heads with. I found this husband-wife author team. Their name are Janet and Jeff Bench, originally from New Zealand, and they have been writing together for about 20 years, and they have a couple of different series. One of them is called Heroes of History, and the Heroes of History is basically going through and looking at John Adams, Abraham Lincoln, um, George Washington Carver, Douglas MacArthur, going through People who would be deemed heroes of American history in terms of things that they have done. I just finished their book on Thomas Edison in terms of the things that they have done. They also did another one on Alan Shepard. So I've done six of their books. But the thing that's amazing about it, she comes from the perspective of being an elementary school teacher. He comes from the perspective of being a history buff. So it's a great combination. The reality is that as you go through and the one that I did that we're going to talk about today is on Douglas MacArthur. And Douglas MacArthur the book that is uh, that the Benjes wrote on him is called Douglas MacArthur What Greater Honor again part of their Heroes of History series. Douglas MacArthur wanted so much to be like his father. Douglas MacArthur wanted to be a military man, and a leader of men. Douglas MacArthur grew up as an Army brat, and his father ended up being a very well-known leader in the U.S. military. And Douglas wanted nothing more than ultimately to be able to follow in his father's footsteps. Maybe not immediately, but by the time he got to high school and decided that what he wanted to do was go to the U.S. Military Academy at West Point. He was going to do anything he possibly could to get into West Point. Now, he was not originally thought of as being a particularly good student. But by the time he put his mind to it and turned things around, because what he decided he wanted was to go to West Point, he put his head down and he became a very good student. Same for being an athlete. And when he went to West Point, Well, he wasn't able to get in the first time because they told him he had scoliosis. He failed his physical, ending the possibility that he would go to West Point. Well, he went ahead and he said, I'm going to try again. And he found a doctor. His family found doctors for him who helped him with exercises and things like that. And over the course of the next year, he had gone on to a preparatory school while he was working through these things and wanted to try again. Well, he tried again and didn't get in. Ultimately, he tried one more time and was given his appointment, earned his appointment to West Point. Ultimately, Douglas MacArthur ended up serving in World War I and was sent as an army officer. When you come out of West Point, you come in as a, what, a second lieutenant. So he was able to go to France and was able to go, um, I, I say France, he was able to go to Europe and fight in Europe against the Germans. And that was sort of his first taste. Well, ultimately, he continued his career between then and ultimately when the United States gets involved again. And he was able to follow in his father's footsteps, who had been in charge of American forces in the Pacific. And so he was able to follow to the Pacific and ultimately to the Philippines. And he was there when the Japanese started crunching in on Indochina and the Philippines and Southeast Asia and ultimately had to leave the Philippines, flee the Philippines with his wife and his young son. So for somebody who had been that sort of military leader to basically say that I have... Failed, I've not been able to protect, I've not been able to keep this particular piece of land for him to say, I shall return, as he is quoted as saying, and then for him to ultimately get all the way back there is part of what the story is about. But you know, I learned more about MacArthur, not so much even in terms of wartime, in terms of the type of military leader he was and wanting to be the one who was in the midst of his men. Even in World War I, he was the first one over the wall. He was the one leading his men into battle and did the same thing during World War II, almost with a bravado that some people thought was careless. But he just simply said, I can't possibly lead men unless I lead men. His honored military career ultimately ended up being a five-star general, but it was in his peacetime leadership that I think MacArthur may have made an even greater contribution. And that was in terms of helping the Japanese during their Reconstruction and allowing the defeated Japanese people and the emperor— and the Japanese society save face, if you will, that he treated the defeated Japanese people with grace and with wisdom. And as a result, a man who was born in 1880 and was a general and a leader, won the respect of millions, not only of the Americans and their allies, but of people who had been enemies as well. Douglas MacArthur's book is called Douglas MacArthur, What Greater Honor, Part of the Heroes of History. If you're looking for something that you can get through and get a very good understanding of someone, but without investing 900 pages, for instance, right? Like Winston Churchill's book. This is a great way to do it. Jeff and Janet Benge, B-E-N-G-E, Jeff is G-E-O-F-F. And they're heroes of history. Uh, Douglas MacArthur is the first one that I'm reviewing. And again, it's on Rick's reading list for this, the first day of May.